0: You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Yes, 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 it's that time of year. And uh, we Course of Miracles folks, we're always focused on the love. So we know the true reality of our life is perfect love. And that is what we're focused on. So here at Living a Course of Miracles, we're focused on walking the talk, really living the love, being the love of our lives, and not looking to get love. So we're going to be focused on that today. I'm inviting you to place your hand on your heart and let's take a breath of love together. Love, invoking love into our awareness. Mm. Let's say a blessing here for our time together. So grateful and so thankful that we can open our minds and open our hearts and be wholehearted. Fully available for love. Divine love living as us. Recognizing that we have already been given the maximum load of love. So we don't need to get love. We are love. We are revealing love. We're sharing love. We're accepting love. We're allowing love to be our teacher. Love to be the leader. Love to be the guide. Love leads and we follow, Mm. opening our minds to love. Love is the healer. We rejoice to share the benefits of our healing, our expansion, the clarity and the purity of love every day in every way. In loving gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. So we, over the course of the last few weeks, we have been, well, I've been sharing. (laughs) I always feel like we're in a conversation. It's interesting because people so often tell me, oh my goodness, you were talking about or sharing about exactly what I have been thinking about. How can that Happen. You just absolutely knew what I needed to hear. And because there's one mind. So that's why I always feel like we're sharing a conversation. And indeed, if you would ever like to uh, have me discuss a topic in the show that you have some confusion around or you'd like to just hear my perspective on, please send me an email. Drop me a line at jennifer at jenniferhadley.com. So I don't do counseling by email. Sometimes people like me to do that, but I I would love to hear a suggestion for a topic. And, of course, you know that you can get the downloads of all these uh, radio shows at iTunes totally for free, and there's a lot of free stuff there if you search for Jennifer Hadley. And iTunes, I've got a number of things there, so I invite you to check them out. Now, uh, and you'll see Masterful Living Through A Course in Miracles. And of course, at JenniferHadley.com, there's a lot of free audios and downloads uh, every day there. So you can grab those as well. So, we've been... Discussing, I'll use that word again. We've been discussing looking outside of ourselves and relationships that are conditional. And uh, this idea that somehow our relationships, and it could be any kind of relationship, that uh, a relationship with another being, even a, a dog, a horse, uh, a friend, a co-worker, a lover, a spouse, would somehow complete us because we're incomplete So we're looking for that person who completes us. I know so many people who suffer because they're alone. And sometimes this whole idea of Valentine's Day and romantic love and the the lack thereof that people seem to suffer over creates so much distress at Valentine's Day. This special relationship is in full force on Valentine's Day. So let's have a healing in our own mind and share the benefits with everyone. So the bottom line is where if we're looking to get love, if we feel lonely because we don't have that special someone, then we are not recognizing the love that we already have. And there is absolutely nothing, nothing wrong with having a desire for companionship and being with like-minded people. There's nothing wrong with any of that, of course not. But it's, where is that longing come from? You see, because in my experience in looking at my own life, any longing, any sense of lack that I have, comes from not recognizing the fullness of the divine in my life. And the more that I recognize that everything has already been given to me, that God is fully present as me, that the kingdom has already been pre-installed, it is within, and my willingness to seek the kingdom first Allows me to experience everything else being added unto me. My willingness to seek the kingdom first allows me to experience the fact that everything else is already there if I will but see it, see correctly. For those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, we're never alone. We're always divinely guided, divinely led, divinely supported. And I personally believe that we have angels and guardian angels and all of these beings of love and light around us all the time. I believe that that is what the mighty companions are. So I'm making a reference to the trust section in the teacher's manual and I refer to that all the time. It's one of the most important sections, I believe. And if you're new to Course in Miracles, if you're new to Course in Miracles, people always ask me, where do you start with a Course in Miracles if you're new? And for me, I recommend that that people start with the teacher's manual because it's more concise and I think it's less cryptic. And then I suggest that they go to the text. Some people like to start with the workbook. That's not what I did. So you do what feels right to you. What I, I started with the text and the workbook at the same time, but I fell in love with the text. And I realized that because of my own spiritual practices, uh, as a science of mind practitioner and as a minister uh, from the agape community, I realized that all my years and years and years of uh, really focusing on walking the talk and living a, lo- a life of love and nonviolence, I had already essentially done the workbook in so many ways. So I still did the workbook, but... Um, for me, the, the text and the teacher's manual are so helpful. And in that trust section, it talks about the mighty companions. For me, in my personal experience of the sequence that is described in the trust section, those mighty companions were angels and guides. Including my personal experience of, uh, the, the being that, uh, Many of us think of as Jesus, as an ascended master and Mother Mary, Kuan Yin. So you'll, you'll have your own experience, but what I believe is that we're always walking with these mighty companions. But until we're willing to really seek the kingdom first, we may not recognize it. We may not recognize it because we don't yet value it. Think of it this way. If you're seeking outside of yourself, you must not realize that the kingdom has been pre-installed. Now, if you don't realize that you've already been given full access to heaven, that the full load of love has, has been given to you as you, and that it is your response ability, your response ability to access to uncover, to discover, to reveal, to express, and to share that full load of love as your very life. You'll be in denial that there is love. This is what I was sharing about last week. You'll be in denial about your experience of love or what's true about love, and you'll go looking outside of yourself and if you're not willing to recognize the love that you are, teach only love, for that is what you are, says A Course in Miracles. If you're not willing to recognize the love that you are, how will you ever know what love is when you look outside yourself? I keep, whenever I say this, I hear that song, I want to know what love is. <laughs> Right? I want to know what love is. Love is me. Love is you. Love is our very self. Self with a capital S. I call it the higher holy spirit self. And the holy spirit is that holy breath. I believe that divine guidance and inspiration comes in on the breath. So when we take that breath of love, we are consciously connecting and communing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a being outside of ourselves. And in truth, neither are the ascended masters or the angels because we're all one. But I can think of and you can think of our... Uh, the angels and the the ascended masters who are always there for us 24-7 because we're all omnipresent, right? We're all available whether we know it or not. We can think of them as our spiritual posse who are always traveling with us. I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. It's morning time at the time of the recording here so love my tea. And so if we're looking outside of ourselves to get the love, are we not then affirming, I don't have the love. Oh, poor me, I didn't get any love. Everybody else has love but me, right? So the very act of looking outside of ourselves for love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces, the very act of looking outside of ourselves for love is an affirmation that it has not already been given, that the kingdom has not been pre-installed. And we have to untrain ourselves from looking outside of ourselves to get something good. We must retrain ourselves to look within, to access the good, to share it, to be a delivery point, a divine delivery point. As a, a friend of mine said recently, I thought, he said it so beautifully. He said, okay, I get it. We've already downloaded the program. He said, but I haven't figured out how to work it. So that you know how some people are very adept on the computer and they can download everything and access everything. And some people conceptually they just have a challenge figuring out how do you download, where is the download now that I've downloaded it I'm looking for it, I can't find it it's kind of like that, you've already downloaded the software came pre-installed to run and all you have to do is put your attention on it and the software will begin to run you have to be willing, your little willingness is all that's required how magnificent is that So let's stop playing the game and saying, i got to get some love, or the love is outside of me. That, when you look at it and put it in real perspective, that is spiritual immaturity. It's time for us to grow up. We've learned all we can learn about suffering. There's no point in suffering anymore. No matter how low you go. God is not the Father who's going to intervene and pull you up out of the muck and mire. You have to recognize that you are one with the One. The One who invented love is in love with you. That is the truth of it. The One who invented love is in love with you. So, as we're in our Valentine's Day mode here, I'm going to point you to one of the sections in the text that I f- have found so helpful. <laughs> I, I love it because when I, I remember reading it for the first time, I was with my nephew, who was just a little toddler. And we were sitting out in the backyard at my brother's house. He is my brother's son, uh, Michael, little Mikey, and uh, he was drawing in my book. I didn't have anything with me but the course and a pen that I was using to make notes in it with, and so he wanted to hang out with me, so I let him draw <laughs> in my course book, and I love it because whenever I come back to those pages, I remember uh, how much I love him and, and uh, the preciousness of being with him interesting ways that you can put notes of love into your course book. (laughs) Um, So, going to this section, it's Chapter 17, Section 5, The Healed Relationship, and it's my page 362. Most people have the same page as me, but some people have earlier versions, so I always give it Chapter 17, Section 5. The Healed Relationship, and this is so valuable. I think you're going to love this. It says here, essentially, some definition about the holy relationship and how do we get from having a special relationship to a holy one. So I'm going to give you uh, a minute or two to get your book and get that section. It's page 362 in my copy, and I'm going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to discuss special relationship and holy relationship. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
3: Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about The Soul of Money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste.
0: Join author Lynn Twist for the blessing of the financial crisis you'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. transform that thought you've held in your mind into a reality in your life. How do you work in partnership with God to co-create the life that you've always imagined? One way is through the universe responding spiritual model for life. Each week, Valerie Crabtree will share how to use the universe responding elements and principles to co-create your life through continuous communication with your higher power. She'll answer your questions using this practical, understandable concept, and your life will change. Listen to Universe Responding on Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Thank you for tuning in for Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
2: So, we're talking about special relationship and holy relationship. How good that is. Now, for those of you who might not be really clear about special relationship and holy relationship, let me break it down for you, this is my way of expressing it. It feels clear to me. So if you think of a holy relationship, H-O-L-Y, holy, that relationship is one that assists us in knowing the oneness of all life. Of course, everything assists us in that. Everything. Because divine will is all there is. So ultimately, no matter how, how we experience a relationship, it is going to provide the lessons and the learning and the opportunity to remember the oneness of all life. It's encoded into everything. That's divine will, is that we wake up and remember the truth. Now, a special relationship Is something that we have designed and the special relationship is essentially where we're looking outside of ourselves to get something and we enter into a special relationship with the idea that this person will complete me or you plus me equals shelter against the storm. That's another way to think of it. It can also be a special hate relationship. So sometimes there are people that we love to judge, we love to hate. It's a relationship with lots of conflict. And for some people, having that special relationship that is someone we hate, it gives their life meaning and purpose to hate that person, to despise them, to hold things against them. And I have experienced people who've come to me for counseling who have I remember in uh, particularly in the last uh, election in the primary series and in in the last election presidential election uh, a number of people shared with me that they were absolutely filled with terror and anger and hatred and all kinds of feelings about the presidential candidates And they were terrified about what will happen if this one gets elected or that one gets elected. So they've already decided that they know what the world order is and should be. And they are really attached to the idea that they're the god of the world. And so it should be the way they think. And if it's not the way they think, it should be, then we're going to... He double toothpicks in a hand, bas- back, hand basket. So, Jeff, my engineer, is laughing. <laughs> he always laughs at me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there are all kinds of ways that we can experience this special relationship. I really think it helps us when you can think of, is there anyone in your life that you feel completes you or would complete you if you could just let them know they're the one or they would complete you if you could just control and manipulate them to do what you know they should do and they would be so much happier if they would just do what you think they should do. Or maybe it's... It could be your dog is the special relationship that you have. You might have 40 special relationships with your students. Because, you, uh, hey, and a lot of spiritual seekers or spiritual teachers have special relationships with their students. They have special relationships with their teachers. And uh, special relationships are all over the place. All over the place. And we... Want to wake up to heal them. So this is the part that we're going to be looking at here on page 362. How to heal the special relationship and have it turned to a holy relationship. And at the beginning here of this section, the healed relationship, It tells us in paragraph 2, the holy relationship is a major step toward the perception of the real world. The holy relationship, a major step toward the perception of the real world, is learned. So we learn how to have a holy relationship. The holy relationship is a phenomenal teaching accomplishment. In all its aspects, as it begins, develops, and becomes accomplished, it represents the reversal of the unholy relationship, the special relationship. The comforted, be comforted in this, the only difficult phase is the beginning. Phew, the only difficult phase is the beginning. But that does tell us, uh uh-oh, there's a difficult phase. But here's the thing. If you're in special relationship and you're trying to control and manipulate people to be what you think they should be or people that you love or are in relationship with are trying to desperately control and manipulate you to be what you they think you should be. Isn't that already difficult? Isn't that already stressful and time consuming and energy consuming? I have many times been in these special relationships. I have and I know what it's like. I have had relationship for years where all day, every day I was stressing over what I should do or shouldn't do, what they should do or they shouldn't do. I've had special relationships with co-workers and friends and lovers and my family. I've had every kind of special relationship practically that you can have. And obsessively thinking like a hamster wheel, running and running and running and getting nowhere. Just getting exhausted, feeling depleted, feeling unloved, feeling unrespected, And, of course, if I'm trying to control and manipulate others, that's not loving, and that is not respectful. It's not recognizing the divinity in someone to try to control and manipulate them. And it sure as heck is not loving to judge someone that you're in a relationship with. That's the opposite of being loving. And yet, how many of us have been in special relationships where we're not only trying to control and manipulate the other person, we're constantly judging them, constantly measuring them against some standard that they don't even know you have. Oh my goodness, the level of suffering we can create through special relationship is almost as seemingly infinite as the amazing brilliance and beauty and joy and magnificence that we can experience in a holy relationship, wholly dedicated to love. So it says here, Be comforted in this. The only difficult phase is the beginning. But it does warn us there will be a difficult phase. It says, for here the goal of the relationship is abruptly shifted to the exact opposite of what it was. So here's the story. You can shift your experience of your relationship from special to holy. You can have that change. You really can. And here's the good news. You don't have to accomplish it. You don't have to figure out how to get from special to holy. All you have to do is be willing. Be willing to have the transformation happen. You have to only give it up and give it over to God. And in A Course in Miracles, it talks about giving it to the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is divine wisdom. It's divine intelligence. The Holy Spirit is not a superior being. Because sometimes we get into a special relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we actually try to control and manipulate the Holy Spirit, thinking that it's a being. Or we can get into a special relationship with the presence of God, thinking that it's an old man in the sky who's just not paying attention to what we really, really want or how much we're really, really suffering. We need to be mindful and watchful of all the special relationships in our life. And when we start this work, it can feel overwhelming. So we need to take that breath of love and relax into the kingdom is within. The love has been pre-installed, the wisdom has been pre-installed, and we have to be willing to access it. Two ways to increase our access to all the goods in our life. Be willing to shift the focus from trying to get something to try to be something. And be willing to listen to divine guidance and inspiration, follow the thread of love. To be it. Be willing to be it. So it says here, we have to offer that special relationship to the Holy Spirit to use for His purposes. And see, this is where I just personally think the Course misleads us. And I understand why the language is the Father and the His. I understand why so many people use that, but I really think that now, it's been decades since the Course came out, now it's time for us to stop giving energy to the idea that God is a man. Because that is not right relationship with the Divine. And I think we can. You know, maybe when the Course was channeled it was, it was channeled to speak to a Christian audience. And I know that this, this is a common issue even in new thought where so many people refer to God as the Father and He. But I think now it's time we can shift our perspective and really see God is infinite intelligence, infinite love. God is in and through everything and everyone. And therefore, it's not a he or a she. God is the infinite. It's not even possible for us to really understand what God is. But we can begin to understand what love is. And God is love. So let's work with the love. Paragraph 3. Now this is, I invite you to read this section over and over and over again until you really comprehend it. So, we make a holy offering of the relationship. We turn it over to the higher Holy Spirit self. We turn it over to the presence of love. We willingly take our hands off trying to control it and manipulate it. And simply be the access point for love to be infused into the relationship. We make a holy offering of the relationship to the Holy Spirit to use for divine purposes. Paragraph three. This invitation is accepted immediately and the Holy Spirit wastes no time in introducing the practical results of asking Him to enter. So this is the thing is the minute, the very second, the moment that we turn the relationship over to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will begin to do its work in our relationship. You only have to ask once. And only one person in the relationship has to ask in order for the process of healing the relationship begins. The Holy Spirit wastes no time in introducing the practical results of asking him to enter. At once, his goal replaces yours. So, the goal of the special relationship is that sense of completion. You complete me. And deciding that instead of we're already complete, oh no, this person completes me. This being completes me. So all special relationship is based on a false belief that we're not already complete. And it affirms it every moment that we affirm the value of the special relationship. The holy relationship in every moment affirms that we are one with the one. You see the difference there? In affirming the oneness of all life... We are healing ourselves, healing our mind, choosing love, seeking the kingdom which is within, and experiencing all else being added onto us. All else being added onto us is holy relationships in all our relationships. So the goal of the holy relationship is to fully wake up to the oneness of all life. And the goal of the special relationship is to live in the illusion. To buy the illusion and to think that we're the God of our world and we decide who's holy and who's not, who's special, who's worth it and who's not. Now it says here, and I'm just going to back up because I really think it's so important to understand the wholeness of this. This invitation, when we make the offering to turn our relationship From special to holy, the invitation is accepted immediately and the Holy Spirit wastes no time in introducing the practical results of asking him to enter into the relationship. At once, the holy goal replaces your goal, the ego goal. This is accomplished very rapidly, but it makes the relationship seem disturbed, disjunctive, and even quite distressing. The reason is quite clear. For the relationship as it is, a special relationship as it is, out of line with its own goal, now that it's, the goal is holy, the relationship is constructed, you see, (coughs) with a, with a goal of separation. When we turn the relationship over to the Holy Spirit, we have a new goal. And this new goal, requires a new structure for the relationship. So the relationship, in order to become truly holy, it has to be redesigned, restructured. So this is what we're going to discuss in the next section. It's time for me to take a break. And just reminding you that I'm Jennifer Hadley and you're listening to Living A Course in Miracles, walking the talk on Unity Online Radio.
4: Working at Unity Village is more than just a good job. It's good work. We're a not-for-profit organization that helps people around the globe live more abundant and meaningful lives. Our work environment is unique, in keeping with the heritage of Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, visionary founders of the Unity Movement. At the same time, Unity is a 21st century workplace. Job seekers will find plenty of challenges in a wide range of specialties, from information technology to culinary arts, communications to publishing, prayer ministry to retreats and more. Employees are eligible for a variety of perks and benefits, including a campus setting with year-round activities and a four-day work week in many departments. To see what employment opportunities await you, visit us at unityjobs.org and apply today.
3: Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
1: You've been listening to Living A Course in Miracles Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way. Now, back to Living A Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk.
2: So we're talking about special relationship and holy relationship and uh, oh my gosh, so many people have asked me about this conversation, this topic again and again and again and again. So uh, I also invite you to share the... uh, the audio, and let people know how they can get it, because uh, I do find that people tell me this is very helpful, and also I invite you to check out my blog, my daily blog, my daily inspiration, and my daily prayer at jenniferhadley.com, you can uh, get some clear, uh, Insight, I hope. I try to offer clear insight every day and share that with you. So I invite you to check it out and you can be one of my prayer partners. I've got uh, prayer partners all over the world, and I'd love to have you be one of them. So JenniferHadley.com, and my daily blog is on the blog page there. And you can also check out the events. Maybe I'll be coming to a place near you. I know I'm going to be in San Francisco for a one-day workshop called uh, Living from Vision. And that information is on my events page. I'll be in San Francisco in early March and I'm going to be in the Sacramento area later this year and Chicago and St. Louis and uh, working on some other places. And I've got a spring retreat, Easter Spring Renewal Retreat in Joshua Tree, California. So you can read all about that in, in my, uh, on my website on the events page and The Joshua Tree Retreat is going to be doing some deep healing work, this emotional healing work, and clearing the clutter, spring cleaning from the inside (laughs) out. So we're going to clear the clutter in our own hearts and minds, and we're going to do a lot of really renewing, restorative activities. Uh, It's going to be a wonderful time to be together I find that when I go on retreat with folks and lead a retreat, the most magnificent people in the world show up. And we have a loving, beautiful, healing, nourishing time together. So I'm also encouraging people to come out to Joshua Tree in the desert. We're going to be right by the Joshua Tree National Park, which is one of the most beautiful places in the world. The retreat center there. It's been there for a long time, and incredible people are associated with that retreat center. The buildings we'll be in were designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. There are something like 14 energy vortexes on the land there, and uh, people like... Parmanansa Yogananda have done retreats there because it's such a healing energy, and I invite you to come and have the healing. Uh, It'll be beautiful spring days out there in the desert. We can play in the pool and go for walks and do yoga and sit by the fire and do some deep healing work, some fun and play. You're to love it. So join me for my spring retreat, Easter weekend, all the details at jenniferhadley.com. So back to special relationship, holy relationship. Oh, doesn't that feel relaxing, moving from special relationship to holy relationship? Now it does say... As we were talking about before, the only difficult phase is in the beginning. We're replacing the goal of the special relationship, which is separation. You plus me equals shelter against the storm. Trying to get something. You complete me. Please complete me. Please complete me. Suffering, suffering, suffering. I like to suffer. Uh, To the holy relationship, which is having a greater experience of the oneness of all life and the holiness. So when we shift the goal of the relationship, it's kind of like this. Imagine that you have constructed a house, a building, in which you are currently habitating. You live in a house that was designed for one purpose. Maybe you live in a house that was designed for the purpose of uh raising toddlers so everything is at toddler height and uh, everything is just constructed for toddlers but now you've got all adults living in the house and uh, maybe you've got all uh, elderly people living in the house so it's a totally different purpose for the house you've got to tear things out you've got to Shift things around. You've got to make things workable. You know, it's like putting, you got to put in, maybe you got to put in some wheelchair ramps or something like that. Totally different look and feel. There's going to be some ripping and tearing out. There's going to be some new construction. You might have to take some walls down and build some new structures. Take some walls down and build them out. Open things up. And that can seem to feel painful. What makes it feel painful is our attachment to how we think it should be. Remember, that's the whole basis of the special relationship. We think we know how it should be. We're the God of our little tiny world In the illusion. If we're going to open up to the expansive view of the divine, we've got to allow for some reconstruction. And that can be painful. So it's telling us here in this section, page 362, paragraph 3, that as soon as we ask for divine assistance from the Holy Spirit to redo the relationship from special to holy... The, the process begins. The healing begins. We don't have to figure out how to transform the relationship. But we have to be totally willing to allow the transformation to occur. We have to take our hands off it. We have to stop trying to control it and manipulate it. And our belief that it's our job to control and manipulate it creates that sense of attachment To our perspective, our point of view, our goals, and releasing the attachment is where there is the experience of suffering. Now, those attachments, I think of them like hooks, like fish hooks. And sometimes, imagine if you had a fish hook lodged deeply into your heart, into your brain, getting it out could feel very painful. But if you can relax, allow an expert to help you, they might have the tools and the methods to be able to do it without any pain. Would you be willing to trust an expert? Think of the Holy Spirit as the one who is the expert at removing that hook. So... The new goal of the relationship is the holy experience of oneness. The transformation, it says, is accomplished very rapidly, but it makes the relationship seem disturbed, disjunctive, and even quite distressing. The reason is quite clear. For the relationship as it is, is out of line with its own goal, the new goal. And clearly unsuited to the purpose, the new purpose that has been accepted for it. In its unholy condition, your goal was all that seemed to give it meaning. So remember, if the point of your relationship is you completely, you complete me, that's, that's the meaning of the relationship. This is why people say that they fall in and out of love. That falling into love is that falling into the idea of, oh my god, I finally met someone who can complete me. They have what it takes to completely, and the, f- complete me, and the falling out of love is that waking up and realizing, oh no, they're not gonna complete me. I didn't see them correctly. Oh no. Oh, bummer. No, they're not the one to complete me. That's the falling in and out of love. If love is all there is, and love surrounds us and enfolds us, love is omnipresent and omniactive, omnipotent, how can you fall in and out of love? Isn't that the craziest thing in the world? Why would you want to believe that? Oh, my goodness. See, now, if you do believe that, you you could feel lonely, couldn't you? You fell out of love. Now, you're looking for love because you don't have it. You fell out of it. Where'd you go? Where'd the love go? These are the crazy thoughts that we think. So, from the perspective of the new goal with the holy relationship... The old goal makes no sense. Many relationships have been broken off at this point in the pursuit of the old goal reestablished in another relationship. So that's when people say, okay, I'm out of here. I'm going to go find somebody else who can complete me. I'm going to go find another special relationship. And this is the thing that so many people do. They abandon all the work that they've put into this relationship. And they go looking for another special relationship. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. So right now, let us turn within. Place our hand on our heart and recognize that the love of God is omnipresent. We cannot fall in and out of it. It is our true identity. And we are here to bring the love, to be the love, to activate the love in our own hearts, and our own minds. And we have the software pre-installed. And we have got tech support. (laughs) We do. We have the most wonderful tech support. All that's required is our willingness. How good it is to remember, to know the love, to be the love, to share the love, to access the love. Yummity yum yum yum. This is our divine and holy purpose. How good it is that we don't have to figure it out how to accomplish the transformation. We simply are willing to follow the guidance to follow our loving heart to seek within at last we are free. In gratitude we let it be and so it is. Amen 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 Thank you for being my loving partner in this work. I love you have a beautiful week Be well.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live a course in miracles every day, in every way, online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.
0: taught us that it is our divine creator's great pleasure to give us the kingdom of limitless good. We are all heirs to incredible abundance, and yet many people right now are stuck and struggling in a place of lack. How do we walk the walk and experience vibrant health, profound love, limitless wealth, and overflowing joy in the midst of a world consciousness of lack and separation? Each week, you will learn powerful and practical tools to experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Hear from experts and visionaries that are living examples of sacred abundance and have your questions about prosperity answered from a spiritual perspective. Join Rev. Robin Ryder live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time on Sacred Abundance only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
3: Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the Quest for Prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special, loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course, because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation.
0: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.